flow to me means being in the moment and letting everything else just float past you as you just fully get into the groove of something. That quote is from one of our listeners, Brett in Canada. Her thoughts on flow are a perfect introduction to our new series. Welcome back to The Grow Zone and Series 4. Welcome to The Grow Zone, real-time adventures. With Sarah Hübner, the communications adventurer, and Kerry Temple, the outdoor adventurer. Hello and welcome back to the Grow Zone. I am Sarah Hoopner, the communications adventurer, and alongside me is Kerry Temple, the outdoor adventurer. We are excited to be embarking on our new series of real-time adventures. In this new series, we'll be exploring the challenges and rewards of real-time adventures. We'll be diving into new topics each time in each episode. As you know, if you've seen or heard our trailer, uh, we want to gather different perspectives and insights uh, from you all on these topics. So thank you to everyone who has already shared their thoughts and experiences with us. It's so fascinating for us to hear what you have to say, and it's really valuable to broaden the spectrum of our discussion. So, Kerry, what is our first topic? Well, you might have guessed from the introduction. Our first topic is flow. (laughs) So, firstly, what do we mean by flow? Well, it's not the tap in the bathroom or the flow of coffee in the morning. We're looking at the state of flow, which is a term used a lot in positive psychology, generally referred to as being in the zone. But before we put the words into your mouth, what does flow mean to you? When are you in the zone? Let's hear from some of the people that we asked. Being in the moment and letting everything else just float past you as you just fully get into the groove of something. To me, flow is um, a state of my mind is the time when I can fully concentrate and ignore any distraction that's around me. Flow means to me, well-rested, a sunny day, the ability to move with ease, to be excited by something, and that even when things aren't all of those things, that I can find ease. When power, strength, inspiration, courage, and enthusiasm accompany my daily life for a longer period. Flow means the world to me. When I'm in the flow, I forget everything around me and dive right into the story or into the music. Ooh, what lovely, juicy thoughts. Carrie, which words stand out for you? Well, for sure, it's being in the moment. And then I I really like the expression also getting into the groove. 
And also one that cropped up here and also in some of the written ones we had was the ease, this sense of lightness and ease. How about you? Hmm. Well, I like the association with power, strength and courage. And uh, one person said she forgets everything around her. So this state of getting lost in time or forgetting Mm -hmm. time. Yeah, I like the also the words of the power and courage as well that through this experience of being in the flow that maybe you just you're discovering also that inner strength mm. that's coming through that also came through in some of the written ones that we written responses that we had. Um do we have an official definition? We do. I just would like to add that uh, yeah, power and courage also um indicates leaving the comfort zone, like going mm-hmm. beyond something that we may normally do. So stretching, being stretched. There are several definitions. People also, well, colloquial, it's known to be in the zone. It's basically a mental state where a person is performing some activity and is totally immersed in that feeling. And they feel energized through it. There's focus. They're fully involved. And there's a sense of enjoyment in the process of the activity I think it's important to mention that it's not result-triggered, that it's not about the end result necessary. It's about the state, the process of being in that experience is. Yeah. So it's a state sometimes that you come into almost naturally. Yes. Yes. (laughs) You're suddenly in it and and you almost don't realize. you're not conscious that you're in it. (laughs) Exactly. Yes. Yeah. 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 And it's so interesting to see when we experience flow, like Steffi wrote to us and said she experiences flow in nature and journeying in the mountains and or when she completes a project. Well, and here we've got a quote from Christina who shares uh, when she experiences flow. I experience flow when I see the sunrise and when I talk to people that light up my heart, when I get to eat yummy food, when I get a hug from someone I love, and when I get a a new pair of shoes that don't cause me any blisters. (laughs) That's right. Blister-free shoes. That's flow. I experience flow when I'm creative um, or, ex- for example, when I stroll around with my photo camera and I discover this um, tiny things and I take a picture of and then the detail is very special. And also if I work on an acrylic painting and it's just um, intuitive that I take the next color, I don't know it in advance, but this just happens in flow. Well, Kerry, what about you? When do you experience flow? Oh, um, I would say that my top flow activities, surprise, surprise, are outdoors. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh my goodness, skiing, fresh powder, just the swoosh, swoosh, swoosh. It's probably for me, I'd say, a top kind of flow moment. But actually, even the even the hiking uphill on a ski tour or snowshoeing or hiking, that steady, just being in that that that, that steady pace, that for me is real real flow. Same with and running, um, running as well. But also, I funnily enough, I feel like I'm in it when I'm planning the, my hiking tours and working out all the different places. You know, matching up all the different 
different elements between the, where, where I'm going and all the the accommodation and all of these side of things. I, that can absorb me for hours and I really just, I'm in the flow. And then I guess anyone that knows me well and knows that I, lo- I love reading as well. And reading is yeah a flow activity that I incorporate yeah at least at least once a day and then creative processes like like sketching um that's to another point where I'm time stands still even if I'm just undertaking a quick sketch for for a minute or two time stands still (laughs) (laughs) um how about you Sarah well there's definitely some overlaps with your moments of flow or experiences of flow such as like being outdoors like I love going for walks or cycling outside um going on longer hikes too and and with movement also um like when I dance I I, I, maybe tango dancing or just dancing to music that's when Mm -hmm. I I'm just so happy and I have no idea how time goes by or playing basketball I have no idea how much time passes mm-hmm. then. And then, of course, I, when I'm performing, maybe on stage or rehearsing or just generally improvising, reading, you also mentioned reading, that's a huge mm-hmm. thing for me. And when I'm working on creating, designing workshops and projects, that's something that may not be, <laughs> where not everybody may get into a state of flow, but when I'm into the project, mm-hmm. I get into a flow. And another thing is in conversations that when I'm deeply in conversation with someone, it's, I I really, I have no idea how much time passes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Oh, and one more thing. I don't think you mentioned Mm -hmm. that is writing letters. (laughs) (laughs) That old fashioned skill of writing letters. It's lovely. (laughs) Something we don't do enough of anymore. (laughs) I will transfer it also to the digital formats of writing emails (laughs) and messages. And by that, I don't mean just a quick note, but when I'm really into sharing thoughts and when I just get lost in what I have to communicate and then I look at my watch and go like oh my god I can't believe all this time has gone <laughs> yeah it felt like it was just flying by yeah absolutely and one thing that I'm, I'm just going back to think about the, the difference between writing letters and writing emails and text messages and things and that's why what, what I feel for me the difference is is when you're writing in a letter you will sit and you'll write the letter without maybe other messages popping in and out mm. and distracting you and therefore I don't feel the same satisfaction, I think, with writing when I write emails or text messages or things as much. And maybe that's because it's interrupted or, you know, I feel that my flow is interrupted all that time as opposed to, I mean, obviously I could ignore all the interruptions. That would be the to promote flow kind of thing. But it's interesting. I think that's an, I don't know, I kind of think, reflect it for me. Why, why is it different? Maybe it depends on your settings because I tend to, I, I do it more and more. I re, I put my computer onto the mode where it's like, do not disturb. Yeah. So that's the only thing I'm doing, but it's a very conscious yeah. thing. However, I do agree like with uh, writing letters, if you do it by hand, handwriting, that has another effect. Like it's another kinesthetic expression, which they, there's yeah. so many studies that show that typing is doesn't do have the same um, effect on the brain when it comes to creativity and everything. So the act of handwriting is still very valuable. 
And Carrie, in our pre-conversation, mm. you mentioned um, that someone who said like the primary flow that we all have a primary flow. Ah, uh, yeah, that's true. So, so I listened to a really interesting podcast recently. It was discussing about the, the we'll go on to the benefits of um, of flow, but it was actually discussing how each of us has a primary flow activity, and this is probably the activity that you undertook as a child. And it's really helpful to identify what your primary flow activity is. Yeah, so I don't know if you could take out from that list there. What would what do you think would be your primary flow activity? What what were you engaged in or absorbed in as a as a child? Play, as in, I mean, most <laughs> flow is play in some form, but mm-hmm. really uh, playing different roles, uh, uh, like sort of getting into characters, thinking up different worlds living in mm-hmm. that like I've always enjoyed that and found they could get lost in those stories so I think mine are very much linked to stories and yeah and living acting out maybe scenarios <laughs> <laughs> what about you Carrie? <laughs> um well my tip my for sure is outdoors and I would say it's Similar in a way with play, it's creativity in the outdoors. Like I would build fairy pools for the fairies <laughs> or little shelters for animals. Or I collected like rose um, rose petals to make perfume. That for me was what I kind of get get lost in as a, as a child. And it's what I notice now going and doing more and more activities in the wilderness that I notice my... There's a little happy Kerry dancing around <laughs> inside <laughs> when I'm doing all of these things. <laughs> yeah. and, well, basically, you've transferred that now to your work, haven't you? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Exactly. And I mean, aren't we lucky that we're able to work in in areas? I guess where we're, we're engaged in those flow activities, but we're also able to facilitate those experiences also for other people yeah. as well and bring them into those into those worlds. Because I'm sure those for both of us, that's not unique that those are the prime you know some of the primary flow activities that you did as a as a child mm. but i think a lot of people rediscover that joy like in yeah. my workshops or sessions that i lead and that's why like, at the end the eyes are lit up and they they don't even i think many people aren't even aware that it's linked to that sense that a memory yeah. that a, a way of connecting with others and themselves um uh, because as adults we're often so sensible and mm-hmm. we we forget how play whatever form it is like how it feeds yeah. nourishes our soul and I love it when I get the feedback oh time just flew by and I feel so energized now yeah no that's and that's really I think that's really powerful and I think like anything like we know that these activities are going to do us good but like anything taking that step mm. out the door and opening the sketchbook Whatever it is you're doing, that's always the hardest, the hardest possible <laughs> thing. Sometimes that we don't. Yeah. That there are many reasons. I think also, you know, to I think also when I for that for when I do hikes at the weekend and I have a, a hiking group and it's one of the things that everyone says the the getting up on the Sunday morning to get the train out of Munich early on is really a, <laughs> you know a real struggle. But they all know that the benefit of that is going to or that they're going to really. In, get into that zone that they need that then we'll see them through the week yeah so there's a challenge to it as well yeah and it's that state it's not just it's yeah. getting out of that state of inertia almost like physics yeah where, like you need to start moving that may not yeah. feel comfortable like when I work with students uh 
It's like kids will come, sometimes at the beginning of the session, come up and say, my finger hurts. I don't think I can do improv. (laughs) (laughs) And it's obviously they can still do improv if their finger hurts or something. But once they get going, it's it's sort of they forget about, it's it's sort of you need to get them in. And with adults, because yeah. they, with students, you can you ha, you can sort of encourage them in a different way than with adults. With mm-hmm. adults, they, we sometimes we do need to find ways to overcome our first reluctancy, yeah. and then the rewards will come flow to us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. And I thought it was interesting because quite a few um, of our, the responses that we got also talked about projects in work as well. So it's also, mm. although maybe your primary flow activities, maybe they are linked to, to the work that you're doing, but also projects in work can be really enjoyable and rewarding. And you can obviously experience flow flow in those areas as well. So it's, um, it's a very much, um, you know, everyone has will have their own... Mm different flow activities it's not to say these are the prescribed flow activities <laughs> yes and yeah is watching netflix flow <laughs> <laughs> well funnily enough not one no one came anywhere near saying anything <laughs> anything like similar to net watching netflix watching movies nothing like that actually did funnily enough it didn't come up why do why do you think that is I think it's because you don't grow necessarily when you watch it. Mm-hmm. There's um, in, in education, if you study to become a teacher or mm-hmm. in that field, um, you will learn about Vygotsky, Lev Vygotsky's theory of zone of proximal development, which is a the zone that you're in where you're actually growing and moving forward. And I don't think like what binge watching something is mm-hmm. a zone where you're actually moving forward. You're necessarily growing. You might learn something, but it's it it, it doesn't take that like, oh, I need to step out of my comfort zone. It's more yeah. like you push a button and you let that happen to to you. So it's yeah. I think that's probably a difference that it's a more passive state. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's a um that's the difference, isn't it? Flow isn't some an active mm. you're actively involved in it. And like you say, and there's some element of there's some element of challenge somehow in there, and some element of rewards as well. Yes, in it. Yes, exactly. So, yeah. what what do you think? Yeah. Like gamification is that? Yeah. Well, this is. I think this is. I think it's um, like when you say Netflix is an example. I think like there's so many things in te- the technological world that we live in a lot of the systems are designed to engage us into these kind of into into this state of flow so that we keep it's basically steering our attention i guess but whether this actually is flow i don't i don't know if this is you know if it's flow I, but i imagine that some people would i mean if you've grown up playing games that games have a challenge you mean video games and there's an intro of video yes. games yeah and I imagine that there you can really certainly experience a state of flow in playing these games as well and that you're actually you know that there are challenge veritable challenge you know challenges and things to help your thinking in the you know thinking in these games too so I don't so I think in that sense that would be flow but I think where we're not in control of it necessarily or, maybe or someone else is designing it I yes and there's pr- 
probably it's on a continuum. So there's it's depending on why are you doing that? Are you mm-hmm. doing that to numb out something else and to be yeah. numb or to not feel? Or are you doing yeah. it to grow or to experience a state? So there's mm-hmm. it, the, and there's no one answer. It will depend on the situation, the games you play. Yeah. Uh, yeah there's as always there's usually a fine line between one state and the other between the numbing state not wanting to get involved and more passive state to the level of activity involvement and growth yeah I think it's I think it probably that's a a whole topic and it's (laughs) in itself actually all the different aspects because it influences so many different areas Mm. areas of our lives that probably more than we even know or want to know (laughs) yes and I'm now curious to hear what our contributors have said about the benefits of flow. It's an energy of life that things get to move with ease and that it's possible to find a rhythm and that I get to have the dance that works best for me. It gives me self-esteem and encourages me starting or doing things I thought I might never be able to do. Flow helps me in those moments because it it offers more inspiration because I think I'm I'm almost more open to the opportunities and to the things that are arriving in front of me. Being in flow always gives me energy. For studying it helps me to get the work done in the very small amount of time as you are not constantly thinking, uh, getting distracted, thinking about something else and then having to come back to your train of thought previously, which takes a lot of time. It just helps me feel really positive about my day. It's helpful because then I forget my inner critic and have positive thoughts and I'm just in the story and or in the music and just show myself and be myself so again Kerry what words stick out stuck out for to you here with benefits of well here definitely it's positivity just like all of these voices are just filled with positivity and energy and so that that really that really stands out for me. Um, I really like the the um, yeah the fact about self giving you self esteem as well, and um, yeah, in, in that sense of courage that comes through. Similar to similar, I guess to 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 what we said at the start, but the fact that when you're in that zone, that you you feel you can do anything. There's yeah no self self doubt. Yes. How about you? I love the idea of inspiration too that goes along with that. And overall, like flow is a selfless activity. That's a, a benefit of it that we're in a in a state of flow where our ego and our self-consciousness disappear. It's not about how we feel. It, we, it's not about being judged and how well you do it. And I think mm-hmm. like a main benefit, therefore, is they, there's a sense of freedom to it, to being in a state of flow. There's, like, we can breathe, we can be, we don't have to worry. So it's a worryless state mm-hmm. with 
without the fear of failure. And how beautiful is that within our systems that we live in, <laughs> eh? this our society where we need to be productive and um, functional, as in the effective, and where often failures are not accepted or at least in the way we grew up, that it's still, yeah. you, we don't want to fail. Yeah, that's true. I think that without having the the, the critics, one of the things that it strikes me as well as this, of this, the benefits of kind of being in the moment and not having distractions or anything, it makes me think of how, maybe how things used to be. Mm. <laughs> and when we didn't have lots of different tasks to do all at the same time, or we didn't have technology interrupting us phone calls emails coming in and all of that and we just had the one task at hand whether that was just to make a fire whether it was to um to plant something you know plant something in the garden whether it was to um to uh, whittle down something that you needed for for building your house or <laughs> all those things that those are uh, are those are prime activities you know are those the ones that as human beings there are kind of are we is that our foundation that we live in a flow state? And now we've been, now we've trying to refine that. Or <laughs> a lot of those activities were there for survival. We don't know how much people enjoyed doing those activities. So again, I think there's a fine mm -hmm. line between um, what we, if you have to, if you're making a fire, maybe that's, yeah. some people can switch off doing that and get into a state of flow. And for others, it's just this tedious task they need to do in order to survive. And I think that shows how we all have different areas of flow. And mm -hmm. my area of flow may be your anti-area of flow, the area <laughs> which is a big turn yeah. off. So, yeah, no, that's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> Because my next step was going to be, do animals live in the state of flow permanently? And should we all be animals? <laughs> well, well, we are animals, well, really. But you And know. my question would be, are animals there to grow uh, their state of consciousness yeah. or are they there just there for survival? And maybe it depends on the kind of animal and the brain that they have. That is probably not up to me. <laughs> we no, need I science. think it's luck, it's luck or bad luck that humans got that. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> um, but I, I've looked up some studies. Um, there are actually there's a, quite a bit of science on the benefits of uh, um, mm -hmm. flow, like neuroscience that has been conducted, and. So a study by McKinsey and Co is uh, like there's an increase of productivity by 500%, like 500, that's a huge <laughs> amount. And even if it's yeah. just half of that, that's still a huge amount of benefit. And it also, um, it helps grow creativity mm -hmm. by 400 and 700%. Um, that's by another study by a flow genome project mm -hmm. or the US uh, military has found that it improves learning rates by 490%. That's a very specific. Wow. That is very specific, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and no matter if those numbers are correct, I, I think it reinforces productivity, creativity, learning. And overall, that means also an increased benefit uh, in well-being as mm -hmm. such. Yeah. No, and actually, at the podcast that I was referring to before that was an interview with the, with Stephen Cutler, who's a human performance expert, 
author of many books and involved in many scientific um, studies around flow. He reaches researching neurobiology um, and the connection really between flow and peak performance studying and he's been studying people in all spheres of life from scientists to surgeons to climbers to extreme you know extreme sports people and really in different areas and followed them over decades to see how that how they are how how they're all the elements for peak performance and he's he's comes out as one of the essential ingredients for this or something that's common to all of these is is the practicing of flow activities and incorporating them into yeah into life and actually that you experience the you can experience the positive effects during the activity but actually it's having had participated in your primary flow activity that then weaves its way through your well-being and all the other activities that you do so from having completed your primary flow activity when you're in um, in a performance, um, high performance arena later on, whatever it is, whether it's a business meeting, whether it's a, um, a sports function or an operation or whatever, that your your skills are really honed and at their best because you've had this other flow, prime flow activity. So um, he really recommends identifying it and and building it into build, building flow into your life. Whether we're <laughs> astronauts, physicists, or <laughs> um, teachers, or, um, Basket- or outdoor educators, or, or, yeah. or basketball players, or something, players, <laughs> yeah, whatever, whatever, um, whatever area you're in, you know, um, yeah. That it's it, it, and and it, and another key point that actually it was one of the key ingredients for avoiding burnout. Yes, yeah, and so therefore yeah. it nurtures resilience. Yes. Yeah. 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 So, so your primary f- state of flow or activity for flow yeah. can be something that is not directly related to your work. However, it will benefit. Mm-hmm. So that's why I mentioned basketball because I, like, I, I don't do it for as a job. But when I play basketball, <laughs> um, I, the feeling that I have that joy, I totally feel that can feel the that afterwards. And I think mm-hmm. that's another thing about flow. It's so it benefits what you do how and also when you look back at the activity it's mm-hmm. something where you still can feel that joy or and the nourishment you got in retrospect and that's why mm-hmm. like i don't get that feeling fr- from watching a netflix movie or, or uh, where yeah. i just lay there like i may have enjoyed whatever i watched but it's not that like oh that was such a beautiful time that's almost that is almost parallels type one and type two of fun. You know the type one and type two types of fun. Ooh, elaborate. <laughs> where, <laughs> where type type one fun is where you where you um, at the time it's instantly fun. It's like instant gratification mm. of fun. So you're going, you know, you're 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 eating a yummy slice of cake and it's just great fun. Yeah. And type two kind of fun is like is you're hiking up that mountain to get that slice of cake, <laughs> and at the time it may not be, it might not seem totally fun because it's maybe raining and it's windy and it's a bit and it's strenuous and you know you've got to push yourself, um, and then you get to the hut and you have your cake and then you think about about how fun it was hiking up with with the people that you were with, having a sing to cheer each other up, how you you know you went through lots of different different um you play different games to keep up the motivation and actually 
Um, the fun that comes from that lasts much more than the type one type of fun of just having the slice of cake. Yes, and I may add though that with uh, like hiking up the mountain, at, you will pop in and out of flow because there'll be such challenging yeah. moments where you're like, oh, I, I don't think that's the moment of flow in when you're uh, at that yeah. annoyed state. Like, yeah, you, if you're, but hopefully you're not getting ever to that, yeah. <laughs> or, you yeah. know, or maybe you are at some point. But, but yes, exactly. Yeah. It, it, it's yeah. an in and out in that case. So, so flow can. Yeah, it's how long can you stay in that state of flow and mm-hmm. when does it get too much? Oh, when you do you get to the yeah. the bound the border of your comfort zone uh, and then finding yeah. your way back in and it's that negotiation I think which also is rewarding in the end possibly. I mean it's a question that uh, <laughs> a statement I've made. Yeah. <laughs> but we're also happy to hear your views on those uh on our thoughts in that respect. Um yeah, so should we tie this tie this together now? And yes. What is your conclusion? Maybe put together what do, uh, yeah, well um okay, then I'll go I'll go first. So I think similar to when I when I think about what everyone else um, contributed as well just listening to them gave me like the joy of flow but I think flow for me is really joy of being of that being in the moment and especially like one of our contributors said this sometimes happens unex- really you know it happens unexpectedly but I also think that happiness and well-being are tools in our toolkits and this means we need to always ensure that we're um, doing things to sharpen these tools and I think one of the most enjoyable <laughs> of these is flow. And so finding ways of how we can incorporate, yeah, of understanding, I guess, what are these activities that bring us bring us into these and just putting them in in little doses or big doses um, into, into, our, into our lives. Um, how about you? I would just like to summarise the benefits of the state of flow, which is um, positivity, a higher sense of positivity, a lack of inhibition, and a sense of freedom that we experience. The um, increased productivity, uh, intrinsic motivation is higher. And I think that's major to have that, uh, to feel intrinsic motivation. So not to just be going for external um, rewards when we do something. Um, it helps with learning. It brings us joy. It increases happiness overall and helps us to regulate our emotions better. And and that and generally the state of flow doesn't just benefit us in the moment of flow. It has a huge benefit on the experiences afterwards. So in conclusion, I feel like we, as you said, like we need to actively seek out times and experiences where we can experience flow and be in touch with ourselves because my flow is not your flow necessarily vice versa Mm. so checking in doing some reflection and making it part of our everyday lives Kerry I think you've got a nice practical piece of advice you can give yeah (laughs) yeah so um actually this is based on an exercise that I've done with my wilderness wilderness training and I'd like to share it with you because I think it's something that something that something that's easy easy to do for for you to just recognize where where you get where you get the positive energy where you get the flow and that is keep a diary for a week maybe two weeks 
um, of all the activities that you do in a day. And then at the end of the day, highlight which of these activities gave you the most energy and we, of different kinds of energy, but really we're looking at flow here. Highlight the moments where you experienced flow, where you were in the zone, where you were absorbed. Which of these activities made you feel most alive and maybe felt where you felt a kind of, you know, sense of real sense of ease and inspiration? And really look at that over the course, you know, over a course of a two of a week, two weeks. And I think some things will become clear. It might also be clear what things take you out of the zone of flow as well. Um, so you then have a couple of, of tricks to, to then say, okay, this is this really brings me joy and gives me flow. Plan this into your day or at least once or twice a week of the primary flow activities. Then notice where is your flow maybe being interrupted. Get rid of the distractions in this time so that you're really, really getting to experience these high flow, fun, joyful moments of flow. Yes. <laughs> so flow rather than escapism. Yes. <laughs> and yeah. well, basically, I would just say find your flow and let us know tell us how you experience flow. Uh, and I'd like to thank everybody, all the contributors to this episode for their ideas because they um, re helped us so much to also broaden our view of flow. And I think they enriched our episode today. So thank you very much. Yeah, thank you. And we're looking forward to all the all the discussions and information that's coming our way for the next episodes in the series. Yes, it'll be chaos <laughs> next. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you so much for listening to The Grow Zone, real-time adventures. If you've enjoyed this episode and want to listen to more episodes or find out more about The Grow Zone go to www.thegrowzone.de. If you would like to connect with us, you can find me, Sarah Hoopner, at www.improverin.com. And to connect with me, Kerry Temple, you can find me on www.forelements.eu.